Two Runners, a podcast with the focus on the Gainesville, Florida running scene and beyond. Mount Everest ain't got shit on me. Mount Everest ain't got shit on me. Cause I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the world. Let's get into the show. Yeah. Welcome to Between Two Runners. Our guest today, all the way from her sport utility vehicle, it's Rhiannon. Hello. Yay. <laughs> all right, Speedy's going to ask all the questions. Go ahead, but Speedy. I'm not going to ask all the questions. Cool. Thanks, butthole. Luckily, I came prepared. Tell us about the early days. How did you get started in this running business? Um, well, roughly a year ago, I decided at the beginning of quarantine to do something Oh. Catch your head. <laughs> Something productive with all of this newly bestowed time. Mm. And I texted Patrick yes. Gallagher and I said... Never heard of him. Yeah. He's kind of underground. Okay. Broken down old trail running coot. Yeah. Broken down old coot. <laughs> I texted him and I said, hello. Hi, how are you? I would like to run a half marathon, please. Um, sometime in July. Because, like all bright young women, I decided running at the beginning of summer in Florida was a fantastic idea. It's so, great heat training. Oh, yeah. Um, so I started running, and I really thought that I was going to stop after I ran my first half marathon. And that was a lie. It was a damn filthy lie is what it was. <laughs> yeah. I, it's been a year. I guess I'm training for ultras now. Mm-hmm. And how did that come to be? Patrick Gallagher told me that I was running fiasco. Okay. Well, he is usually the himself. cause for most bad decisions in this circle, mm. this family circle here. Yes. It's a good good family circle. It seems all right. I mean, it's a little dysfunctional, but we put the fun in Absolutely. dysfunctional. Aren't all families dysfunctional, though? Mm-hmm. So you're training for the fiasco. What else is coming up on your um, on your schedule? Well, I'm supposed to just do some adventure running up on the North Shore in July, um, but there won't be an actual event, um, North Shore of Minnesota. And then the next thing that I've been told I'm doing is Sandspur. Mm. So that's not until December, right? Right. So Sandspur. We're doing it too. And then, I'm doing it. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it. There's been Miss talk of pacing a few people uh-huh. and tacos. And peach cobbler. You're not serving. Ice cold. My own? Well, I mean, see, this wasn't discussed before. This is uh, earlier, uh, just a backstory. We were, somebody was talking about uh, Sandspur, and somehow I got volunteered. You're the best tribute to offer. Yeah. But am I, though, really? You are. Families do things together. Mm-hmm. If it pleases the court, Your Honor, this is some horse shit. All right, so what happens after after your adventure race in Minnesota? What else would you like to do? Um, so there's also, I'm supposed uh, And by you, I mean, you know, not being talked into something, something you something would actually... I want to do. I haven't done enough research yet because there hasn't really been, a, there weren't a bunch of races. So I didn't want to, like, get my hopes up and get set on one race um, when everything was so uncertain. So I know that I want to run 100 miles. I know that I want to run Tahoe at some point. I yeah. know that I want to run Moab at some point. Yes. But obviously, those are a little further in the distance. 
Or maybe not, obviously. It's I mean, I could so really... It's so funny when you say that, because I've only run two, two 100s, and now I'm doing a 200. Well, I haven't even ran a 100 never yet. Say I haven't never. run a marathon. Never say never. It's That's good true. to get the big stuff out of the way first, and then sort of... backwards. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Run retroactively, mm. is what I've heard. Good plan. Try something new on race day is another uh, good tip. New shoes, too, right? Yes, new, new shoes, new nutrition... Uh-huh. Just throw a lot of newness. Yeah. I mean, you have to adapt faster that way. Absolutely. This is good training for those ultras. Yes. So, right now I'm really just running. Just enjoying your and time in the woods with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have kept running if I hadn't, like, met you guys. Not the way that, like, I want to run now. Aren't so. you the luckiest? I, yes. <laughs> that is a word. That one could use. Yes. Or some other words, but, you know, we won't get into those right now. Because those only come out when we're, like, deep in the woods, and I'm right. just thinking them as we embark on another hill. Speaking of uh, uh, talk, or self-talk, do you ever get into some bad patches, and, and how do you work yourself out of those? Um, I have full-blown conversations and arguments in my head, um, which I do, like, normally. That's just a practice of mine. Um... Because, Even before running? Yeah, it wasn't as in-depth. Like, I get distracted really easily. And so one of the things that I really love about running is that there aren't a lot of options. You have to keep going forward. Because your car is that way. Your car is that way. You have to get back to it. And then you have the time. And at the beginning, I was, like, listening to music. And then I realized that that was silly because I like hearing nature and I like being a part of what is going on in the world around me. Um, being that, present yes mm. present in the moment yes and that led to just being able to focus on whatever was bothering me that day and so um there's been a lot of emotional intelligence i guess that has come from just mm-hmm. sitting or not sitting running and being forced to deal with whatever is happening that day so, because you've got nothing but time at that point. Exactly, and nothing better to do. What am right. I like? Why not else? solve the world's problems? Yeah, or your own. Or my own. <laughs> I have a plethora to get through. Yes. So um, might as well. And then you know when a run gets, please don't find my car. <laughs> That's very close. He's he's moved to the back window. Okay, thank you. Now he's on the other side. Okay, You're fine. fantastic. Um, a, a bee just flew into the shot, by the way. Yes. In case you're listening at home. It was very disgruntling. Disgruntling, distracting, both. Disgruntling, too. Yes. But when things would, like, when a run would get particularly hard, but when it does, I always end up stuck in some loop of just very negative um, self-talk. And then I get to turn that into some sort of argument about telling all of my demons or whatever to fuck off because mm-hmm. I'm the one who put us here. Yes. I'm the one who's going to get us out of here. And I think that that has really helped the disposition towards everything else um, and trying to figure out the being a 20-year-old. <laughs> um, oh, and happy birthday, uh, by the way. Thank you, newly minted 20-year-old. Yes. Um, and there are a lot of weird things and a lot of crazy shit that goes with being a young adult. I'm very like thankful that I get to just go out and spend time in the trees 
and try and figure out my shit. I usually don't. It takes a couple, couple runs. There's nothing but time. Exactly. What are some of your favorite things about running? Um, currently, it's definitely the community. And, like, I know that I haven't even experienced a lot of it because there haven't been a lot of events or anything like that. But, like I said, you guys have very much helped me, like, get more into running and want to train more. Um, and as the first Saturday that we all ran together, that really rainy, cold, miserable <laughs> Where we were looking for a twactor. <laughs> yes, and we got wildly lost. Um, was the first the first week that I had ran every like training run that I'd had scheduled in almost a month, and then I haven't missed one since. And so I was at a really like rough spot, just mentally. And having you guys and having the structure of seeing you guys like twice a week and running and everything, um, we we're getting really close to like actual emotions, feelings. Um, <laughs> this is this is where Speedy runs away. <laughs> I'm really showing her name, um, <laughs> but having people who have run more and who can help me run and who are a very incredible support network, just in general, um, is imperative. Uh, and I've always been one for chosen family, so that and then also just being outside like I prefer to be outside all the time somewhere in the woods preferably with dirt on me somehow and this really is conducive to that it is there's plenty of dirt out here there is I always end up with dirt and new scratches and nice little battle scars so um it's a nice perfect like storm for me well, thank you so much for coming by the, the studio out here at San Velasco. Anytime. And we'll see you on another run. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to Between Two Runners, a podcast brought to you by the Athlete's Den, Two Rules Running, and Pancakes. What the fuck do I know? I'm alone.